swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Bought in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty with the lovely Kelly Maroney. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jerry. Thank you for being here. And we have a special guest today. We have the great Twink Kaplan is here today. Hi, thank, everybody. Thank you for being here. And Twink, you... In fact, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Is people that... You, you may think you may not know Twink, but you know Twink. It's, uh, it's a great film. It's a great... Go to IMDb, look at all of her stuff. But most uh, misguised from Clueless, one of my favorite characters. And, and then you reprise that role also in uh, the television show, right? Exactly. It's weird that that was one of the shows that they actually had the, almost a lot of the cast, except for... Alicia Silverstone, a lot of them came to did the TV show, Yes, right? they did, and I was a producer and talked them into it. Oh, you're the one who told to I, I remember having lunch with Stacy Dash and saying, Stacy, the door is open, walk through, <laughs> you know, to, to force her to do it. And she did. I love her. We're still really, really close friends. But Brittany Murphy guest starred on it. Paul Rudd came back. Paul Rudd, uh, yeah. Breck and Meyer, all of them. And we had, you know, um, on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, I think it was two years ago. We had a big fin- uh, photo thing. Right, right, spread. right. Clueless, Amy, Amy Heckerling, of course, great, great director. And uh, but first of all, let's go if we can just a little bit. Tell the journey to, to, to Los Angeles. So many, we have a lot of uh, aspiring performers that listen to this podcast, and we just like to hear you. You, you were born and grew up in Pittsburgh, PA. That's right. My, um, I think my my mother started me dancing at three. And then I, I grew up in Pittsburgh and ended up at, in Nicholas Petrov Ballet Company. And really? Mar- wow. Yes. And Mario Melodio Jazz. And I did summer stock with him with Juliet Prowse. Wow. Yeah. Was a very well-known. Wonderful dancer. Beautiful girl. And um, I went on radio. I was the first woman on radio in Pennsylvania. And I interviewed Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not the most PC name of a, uh, a group he, now. Yeah, really. He took a liking to me and he actually ended up bringing me to California with the promise that I could have my own room. How old were you? Um, when I came here I think I was 26 something like that. 26 because I had already lived in New York and oh, came okay. back to Pittsburgh for the radio show. It was 50,000 watts <laughs> and, um, and then I, I came out here and oh my God, he put me up at the Sunset Towers, which is now the, um, it's amazing. Anyway, I was there and everybody was there and Kinky had a party for me. Kinky. <laughs> really, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Bob Dylan and Jack Nicholson. Wow. Um, let's see, Jack Nicholson and Warren Beatty came with a girl who, uh, I think she tripped and bloodied her knee. And then there wasn't enough uh, rolling paper, so I brought out my tampon <laughs> papers, and they rolled it in that. You know, I was like wearing a polyester suit. I was in Pittsburgh, for God's sake. You know, you know, we didn't wear real leather. We had plethora or whatever it was. And um, when everybody left, I was alone, and 
John Barrymore came out of the closet. Wow. What? <laughs> Drew Barrymore's father. literally came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no. How, he, what, what was he doing in there the whole time? I don't know. He, never, he actually never told me. But I was so enamored of him. You know, I, yeah. I, I'd never met anyone as kind of brilliant as, as he was. You know, in that way of um, they talk in a different way mm -hmm. or, and you think it's magical. You don't realize they're just, you know, probably drunk or on drugs because you're so naive, you know. But long story short, um, I went back to Pittsburgh and then I thought, you know, I'd rather be a small fish in a big pond than a big fish in a small pond. Because in Pittsburgh, I mean, I interviewed Gloria Swanson, who wow. was a silent era. Wow. Yeah, when she was uh, pushing uh, Sugar Blues, her book. And Shirley MacLaine came in, and I interviewed uh, Henry Kissinger, Whoa. who was adorable. <laughs> and Dr. Heinrich. Ladies liked Henry yeah. for some He's reason. He's a doll. <laughs> He's so cute. He's such a flirt. He's so cute. And um, like Dr. Heinrich with the space, you know, and anything I wanted to know. And then anyway, so I, I, I came here, and Kinky put me up in my own place on, in Sunset Towers. Wow. And he stayed at the Marquis, some kind of thing, that famous place in Santa Monica. But anyway, we went on the Rolling Thunder review, mm -hmm. which was amazing, you know, with Bob Dylan and Joe yeah. Baez and everybody. My gosh, that was like incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, the drugs alone. <laughs> and then they had a psychic on the tour, you know. Wow, a famous one? Or did she um, tell you no, anything? she was um, Bob's uh, sort of girlfriend uh -huh. that brought, like, scarves to cover the lamps <laughs> and did all these cool, cool things. You know, they had people reading your palm. And the audience was amazing. It would just keep going up and up and up. And then when Bob came on, you didn't think it could soar anymore, and it did. Wow. Right through the sky. He was a dream. Wow. Just, it was an, an amazing experience. Very cool. Hey, guess what? We're up to our first commercial break. So when we return, we're going to wow. hear more about Twin, from Twin Kaplan and about auditioning and lots more with Kelly Maroney and me at Rick's Martini Bar. Yay! <laughs> Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. Welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Kelly Maroney here with Jerry McCarty, and we're speaking with Twink Kaplan, who is an amazing actress. And she was just telling us about coming to Los Angeles. So now you're here. You've just been to this incredible party. You've been put up here you, with all these famous people. You're with Bob Dylan. What happens after that? How did you get into acting? Because you're a wonderful comedian. Well, you know, I took six years at the um, Playhouse, you know. Oh. And I, I had all that experience in local television, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But out here, it was just so big. And it was different. Here, I, the only way I can say it is, in my town, you used to be really polite to people who are older than you. Yes. Here... You weren't. You acted like they were normal, on your level people. didn't matter. I think it's from acting. You can mm -hmm. be 10 years old or 20 or 30 or 60 or 80. We're all in it together. We're doing the same thing, and there's this common ground. Right. So, um, I, you know, I did this movie. I think Kinky got me into Screen Actors Guild from, you know, a movie that I did. What movie? Um, you know, I 
can't remember it. I, it's on my IMDb. Okay, we'll look it up. You know, once I had wished, I wouldn't remember all my movies. Um, but I, I can't really remember it. I know that he... Um, my father's friend, Bud Court, uh, Bud York, had introduced me to Norman Lear. And that's oh. when I went up to Norman Lear's place, and he was a doll. He sent me to Bert Schneider. So Kinky and I went over to Bert Schneider's place, Eight Easy Pieces, the yes. director. And we went in his backyard, and Bert was laying on a lounge chair, nude. And I was from Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. you know, I didn't want to look down or anything. I'm right. trying to be cool, you know. But I was, like, so embarrassed. But anyway, then I think I did my first play. I started doing plays here. Oh. I went with Michael Shirtliff and his classes, and mm -hmm. I started doing all kinds of plays. And um, I have all these picture books of them all, you know. And I started working for Warner Brothers Studio. And I think, you know, doing what? assistant work to oh, make okay. some money so that I could, you know, yeah. act. And I take the the uh, classes and work. And I remember 60 people from Warner Brothers came to one of the plays wow. I was doing. Wow, that's so sweet. Yeah, it was, it was really great, nice. you know. I remember that, that first play, I was understudying Kate Lenz. Oh, sure. And, and they said to me, okay, Twink. This is the first thing is it was Twink, you're going to come in and you're gonna hide under the bed here in the middle. And I said, you know, I, I don't I wouldn't hide under the bed. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, late you know, years later you realize what a pain in the ass you must have thought I was. My character wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's true, it's true. It really is. And you know, I just I got agents and mm -hmm. um you know, commercial agents and regular agents, and you just you just put your time in, and you just keep doing it. And you know, on my lunch hours, I would change mm -hmm. my clothes in the car, mm -hmm. and um, I'd start to cry because it was just so taxing. I you know, know. I have to be back on time and change your clothes and get there and and do the part and and get back on time. I remember Norman Samnick was the head of uh, Warner Brothers, like the CEO or whatever. And I was working for him, and I came back late. And um, he he got really angry, and I went to the window, and I said, you know, I'm going to jump. I'm just going to jump out this window. And he said, go ahead. It's the first floor, you know. And it was. You know, I could jump out and land on grass. But they were all so sweet to me. You know, every studio. And then um, Joan um, Rivers. I mean, oh. just so many people. I mean, I did Underground Ace. I met Melanie Griffith. I played mm -hmm. her best friend in something, and Demi Moore and mm -hmm. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I, you know, I just got with all these girls that I was like their best friend or neighbor mm -hmm. or whatever. And you didn't even know who they were at the time. I, I actually have all my books. All my logs, all my, you know, one sheets. Wow. Of everybody I acted with. And when I go back and look at it now, you cannot believe the names that you, you didn't, you know, Frank Gorshin and Jerry Orbach. And uh, I mean, right. these people that, 
you know, are no well, more. that is a great place to stop because we're up against another commercial Already? break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about character actors. Already? Because Twink has <laughs> worked with some of the greats, and we're going to learn about them. And we'll, we'll just each go around. Each will give one of our favorite character actors when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Bye-bye. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste. We're back. <laughs> We're back here with Rick's Martini Bar. Yay! We're with the great Twink Kaplan and Kelly Maroney, and my name's Jerry McCarty, and now we're going to talk about character actors. And you've worked with some of the greats, so but we'll all just take a turn. We'll name one. I'll name one. You name one. And Kelly will name one. And we'll see how many we get through, and if you have any stories okay. about any of these people. Well, I do about Cloris Leachman. You oh. know, we were doing a reading. Okay, you go first. Okay. Oh, sorry. Cloris Leachman. Yes. Okay, we were doing a great reading, actress, and Cloris was sitting on my right, and... She's making kind of weird noises, and I thought, I don't know, I, you know, she was older, and I, you know, and and the noises were coming from her crotch, and um, after a long period of time, I looked down, and she had a dog. She had her dog under the table, oh, really? right on her crotch. It was very cute. But my favorite of all time character actor is Eli Wallach. Oh, he's I think great. he's a brilliant he's great, genius. Great, great. <laughs> it's me. Let me embrace you. Good, the bad, and the ugly, oh. and so good in that he's movie. He's genius. And uh, and Godfather, he's great at the Godfather. Yeah. He's just a range. Just yes, a he does. Wide range of people. Kelly, do you have one? Uh, well, we were talking about uh, Jane Cusack. Joan Cusack. Oh. I see a lot of twink in uh, Joan Cusack. And by, by the way, I wanted to give my uh, my explanation, and I'm glad because Joan Cusack is a good person to do this. So these character actors, they're, they are not the headliner. They're not the stars, but they they make everything better that they're in. and uh, They get all the interesting parts. Yeah. I kind of think of it like the, uh, well, Kelly's a vegan, so she won't get this, but the special sauce in a Big Mac. Right. But it's it's not that you wouldn't order you wouldn't order just special sauce, but it makes everything taste better. A little bit of a character actor. I think I you are too. Okay, I have a question. If we were actors, like who do you think you are most akin to, like looking or acting or something like that? Like I would say Ruth Gordon for myself. Oh, I love Ruth Gordon, by the way. I, I, I'm not sure. I, well, I guess I do see it. I do. I, I, I got the There's voice thing. There's a Ruth thing. Gordon inside. Yeah, I get it. That she was, yeah, she was great. And, uh, and in fact, you, you had a slip and said Bud Court, and I thought you were going to go towards, uh, go towards the Harold and Maude. Yeah. Ruth Gordon is so good in that. And Agnes Moorhead. I was thinking earlier. Yeah, Agnes Moorhead. Okay, now there's a, there's, Definitely. There's a lot Eve of. Eve Arden. I mean, Eve yeah. Arden's wonderful. Okay, now you guys are just throwing women out here, so I got to go to a. Oh, he said. Eli Wallach, who's good, mm -hmm. but I got to say one that I I just really enjoy is being just a great, great character actor, made everything better. Philip Seymour Hoffman was yes, awesome, who we lost, just good in everything. Uh, James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini, good too. Yeah. Good examples of of we think of character actors who actually were the leads. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, and especially, I don't know. Well, I got to ask you this because you're. Do you want to steal the show? Do you want? Yes. Do you, <laughs> you do want to steal it? Well, you. I mean, because you, you got to kind of walk that line, right? When you're Miss Geist, you don't want to overshadow share. You got to serve the script. Yeah, it's not necessarily being a hammer mm-hmm. stealing the action. Mm-hmm. What it is is being remembered for some nuance, mm-hmm. something that makes mm-hmm. people laugh or cry or feel, a gesture that touches Miss Geist not being able to open that door. Mm-hmm. You know, when she had to kick the door, and it was mm-hmm. a montage sequence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but just some. T- Tiny little gesture, like for instance, in American, American Hustle. Hustle. American Hustle. Okay. Do you know in the, in the bathroom when she kissed her on the lips? I love that. Yeah. And you know what else? When Bradley Cooper had um, Jennifer's uh, Lawrence's legs, and he had to let go of her. He wanted her so bad, and he had to let go of her, but he couldn't let go of her toe. <laughs> he had his hand on her toe. Yes, it's those those little things that make a performance. I'm going to give one more, also from Clueless. You just, because uh, he's another guy that I really like, I is Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable! Is so good, and he's just so known, and you mm-hmm. you, you just see it, see him, and that voice, mm-hmm. and that little lisp that he has and there is he's so the good. Kindest person, I love Wally, yeah. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's very very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Anybody else mm-hmm. that you know off the top of that you can think of? There are some really great actors who are really mean in person. Ooh. <laughs> that you think, you know how like you've idolized forever and then they're mean to yeah, you? That's and always you're, a you, disappointment. Yeah. You can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. You don't want to share any with us? or No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, well, I somebody remember Eileen really... Brennan really actually one time when I was young and I was doing a Private Benjamin mm-hmm. TV thing. Oh, yes. And... Um, I came in and I saw her mimicking me in front of people, and it. Uh, I remember I was devastated. I, I just was so hurt because I had a big smile, and she was mimicking me, and I just was so hurt, you know, because I, I felt like a nothing, oh, and she was, you know, and it was so public. But then I, I put a hex on her, and oh, she actually had that car accident, and I felt really bad, but. <laughs> really well, we will not get on the wrong side of you, and we are at the end of our time. She probably just had a bad day, let me just say okay. that. Okay, yeah. it's nothing to do with you. or <laughs> the, uh, really has anything to do with, with you. It's always. It's, yeah, but, they, but, it, but they bring it on themselves, right? Yes, they it's do. Not, it's, it's not us. Karma's a bit. You know? Karma's. Yeah. What can you say? So, anyway, we are at the end of our time. So, thank you for joining us at. Rick's Martini Bar. You can support us by clicking on the Amazon banner at our website. And I want to thank the great Twin Kaplan for being here, the wonderful Kelly Maroney, and I'm Jerry McCarty, and we will see you next week at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste Subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky.